This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the IC gets a new data czar, a.k.a. chief data officer. Trying to meet recruiting goals, the U.S. Army is offering thousands of dollars in signing bonuses per recruit. And a new legal opinion about the Technology Modernization Fund sheds light on payback options. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. The intelligence community gets a new data czar. Lori Wade is the IC's latest chief data officer. She replaced Nancy Morgan, who retired from government service earlier this year. Wade has served in various data, tech, and management roles across the intelligence community for more than two decades. She says her top priorities as CDO include expanding the adoption of enterprise data services and improving end-to-end data management planning. Two dozen programs in the Department of Housing and Urban Development will be increasing their investments in communities overburdened by pollution. The programs are fulfilling President Joe Biden's Justice 40 initiative. The policy will deliver 40% of the overall benefits of clean water, clean energy, and affordable housing to disadvantaged communities. The HUD programs included will create affordable housing for seniors, people with disabilities, and tribal communities. A new legal opinion about the Technology Modernization Fund sheds light on the payback options. Federal News Network's Jason Miller explains. Agencies receiving loans or awards from the Technology Modernization Fund are still on the hook to pay back some money, but not necessarily all the money. The Government Accountability Office reviewed the TMF statute and determined that agencies have some leeway with the requirements to pay back the loans. GAO's review comes after OMB updated the TMF loan requirements in 2021, reducing the mandate for agencies to pay back all of the money. Despite this decision, GAO still has concerns about the long-term solvency of the program. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Army is offering new incentives to help recruitment efforts. In some cases, $50,000 bonuses are being offered when future soldiers first join the Army, and $35,000 bonuses for soldiers who can ship out within 45 days of signing a contract. They're also offering soldiers the ability to choose their first duty station after training as a way to secure a more predictable future. The Army had trouble recruiting over the pandemic, so new initiatives are being rolled out now that recruiting, once again, is in person. 4,000 Immigration and Customs Enforcement, or ICE officers, are separating from their parent union. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman reports. The American Federation of Government Employees is losing its bargaining unit for ICE officers at the Department of Homeland Security. The union chapter has filed paperwork with the Federal Labor Relations Authority to legally separate itself from AFGE. The union says it's now moving forward to disclaim interest in the unit. That comes after AFGE and the ICE chapter were unable to resolve some ongoing political disputes. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. Congress is investigating whether third-party records companies are profiting from a pandemic-induced backlog of veterans' disability claims. The House Committee on Oversight and Reform sent letters Friday to three companies to see if they're improperly marketing expedited record services to veterans who need to file disability claims while the National Personnel Records Center works through its rising backlog. The claims are needed to access services like housing and health care, 
but the records are supposed to be free to veterans. Intel officials are taking steps to ensure the security clearance process is not hindering diversity, equity, and inclusion. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. The Office of the Director of National Intelligence is updating cultural competency training for security clearance investigators and adjudicators. Officials are also reviewing data to determine whether race or ethnicity might be a factor in the security clearance process. These efforts come as the intelligence community lags behind the broader workforce on diversity metrics. Earlier this year, ODNI established an Office for Diversity, Equity, Inclusion, and Accessibility to lead the intelligence community's DEI strategy. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. Staffing shortages during the COVID-19 pandemic forced the IRS to suspend visits to tax preparers who do not comply with tax credit rules. Now a new report from the Government Accountability Office recommends the IRS should test video conferencing to conduct the visits and see if the benefits outweigh the costs. IRS officials say more interaction with preparers can help them identify problems and improve compliance with requirements. The U.S. Marshals Service is still modernizing its legacy IT system with an eye on increased data access and standardization. To move to a cloud environment, the service built out a long-term financing plan and brought teams from its nationwide field offices to the agency headquarters to reach consensus on what needs fixing. The service also paid a premium for certain specialists to do important testing and analysis early on in the planning. Now it's trying to reduce its data center footprint and reduce inconsistencies in that data across mission areas. The Consumer Financial Protection Bureau is trying its best to keep pace with the private sector for hiring technology experts. The agency has launched a new hiring program to bring more technologists to the Bureau. That includes recruiting for roles in both data science and data strategy. Additionally, CFPB's Chief Risk Officer, Marianne Roth, says the Bureau will soon release an emerging risk profile to prioritize growing risks to the organization. The Labor Department proposes a rule to provide workers on federal service contracts right of first refusal. On Friday, the department moved to implement the requirements of an executive order signed by President Joe Biden that requires federal service contractors offer employees hired under a predecessor a right of first refusal of employment on the successor contract. Specifically, DOL is proposing rules to establish standards and procedures for implementing and enforcing the executive order, as well as establishing an investigation process that protects workers from displacement. Find these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast, I'm Peter Masurlian. Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply.